Can I read the mission statement? Please. I want to read the mission statement. We, we created, we went back and forth on how we should word this, what I Am Fire means to us, and what we are going to give to the community. Wellness is being on time. You know, it can be any one of those things, um, <laughs> you know, but it's something that I'm aware of. Shouldn't be party on down to the escape beat. Just, just kick it. it, just kick it, just kick it. It really shouldn't have been escape. It should have been I am fire beat. I am fire. Oh, this guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, All right. Oh, well, I'm here <laughs> with Ivory Keisha and my cousin Francis. And they're starting their new podcast, yes. The Wellness Kickback. Yes. Um, I'm a guest on there, and they invited me. Thank you. Uh, to, you know, kick them off, because I have a you podcast really? called The Kickback Podcast. Mm-hmm. Irony, right? Check it out. Yeah. Check it out. <laughs> really? Check, yeah. yeah. That's what I was like. He would have been good at our kickback, because The yeah. Kickback Podcast could have been yeah. kicking back with us and letting the people know what we do. Yeah. Shout out to Chris, Avery, Shamar, and... Yeah. Shout out to them. But yeah, um great couple of guys too. Thank you for uh doing my interview. Well, doing an interview with yeah, me yeah, we did interview for my process. second uh podcast yeah, with Coco yeah, yeah. So yeah, thank you all. Thank thank you. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. this is this episode is about their journey, their wellness, their spirituality, you know, all of that. Um, so I want to ask the first thing. What is I am fire? Like what does what do people know? What's I am fire. fire. What is I am fire? What is so, I am fire? All right, so I guess I'll start because I guess all right. So of course my name is Ivory Keisha. Uh, my brand is I am, right? Um, I am a spiritual wellness advocate for black and brown people, right? Anybody that looks like me who have been through similar experiences as I have. And one of my main goals is to get people to identify who they are. Who are you? Um, and so that's where I am comes from. And then we have, and then you have the fire, um, uh, just to kind of also piggyback off of what she was saying, you know, I am fire came together because they're two, two separate brands, but we have brought them together because it just, it just flows like that. Um, but the, I am is the spiritual aspect and then fire is the body aspect because fire is more of for me especially with my business um i have a cold pressed juice business coco gin um and uh my personal wellness journey um really had more to do with initially my body um in terms of like what i put inside of it um what i do with it um and understanding that and even now like you know having that an understanding of like the vessel you know taking care of the vessel because the the spirit can't be right if the vessel isn't right. So um, we came together because we both, you know, love wellness and and it's a big thing for us. Um, and also in terms of what we would like to do for the community. So, um, you know, we kind of sat down one day and we were talking about, you know, working together and, you know, I am was her brand. And then, you know, Phi was my brand. And I just thought like, you know, those two just kind of fit and they just kind of flow together. So let's, hold on, before you keep going, where does fire come from? Where did that word yeah how did that word come about okay so fire in itself um 
it's two words that I kind of put together. Um, Aya is the base word, um, which is a West African Adinkra symbol. Um, means like resourcefulness, endurance, and, and the ability to um, to be to be able to just like you know conquer all adversity you know um and for me it just means resiliency and it came to me at a really just you know big time in my life and you know just meant a lot of like just you know blooming wherever you're planted kind of thing you know so then that was Aya um and then you know my name is Francis yeah my name is Francis so I just had to throw that in there and so then Fire. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. And it's just kind of the wordplay on it well, was just real cute. That, that, that is great wordplay. Yeah. Great so I am fire. Come on. What's not fire? <laughs> I am fire. How about that. All right. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah. Um, let people know like what are some of the goals or what do you want to accomplish with the I am fire? Like what, like for the people, what are they going to gain from this community? And, you know, what are you trying to promote to people? Yeah. Can I read the mission statement? Please. I want to read the mission Go statement. Ahead. We, we <laughs> created, we went back and forth on how we should word this, what I am fire means to us and what we are going to give to the community. So we created this mission statement and I'm so proud of it because yes. it fits, if I can get to it, because it fits us so well. All right. <clears throat> so I am fire is a community focused movement created with the mission to integrate fun, accessibility, and support to those on a journey to wellness. Our focus is community engagement, intentional guidance, and providing transformative products and services to enhance the lives of people seeking a holistic lifestyle. I am Faya's future, because okay. you asked about I am Faya's future involves wellness retreats, community-driven events, and a platform to share a wealth of knowledge surrounding all things wellness. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I mean, she said it in a natural. Okay. Yeah. That, 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 that's great. Um, as far as it, this the spiritual side, I want to just go there. Like, what got you to the point where you're like so like invested in spiritual? Because I personally, you know, asked for like a. Is what a natal reading? Yeah, she did. Yes, you asked yes, for yes, an astrology yes. reading. Yes. So what Peter got you there? Came up to me and asked for an astrology reading. So. I guess what got me started in the spiritual aspect of wellness is, um, so I have been studying astrology for maybe about four years now. And so I just kind of dabbled into it. And um, I noticed how, like, it makes you understand who you are as a person, right? Mm -hmm. And again, my, my whole brand is I am just like learning who you are as a person. I believe that once you realize or become aware that you are a spiritual being, like you have your physical persona and then you have yourself, which a lot of people don't understand is two separate components of you, right? Um, but you have yourself. And that's really just kind of the spiritual aspect of wellness, being able to um, nurture yourself, nurture that true being of who you are. And so I really got on this journey because I um, went through a whole lot, you know, you go through trauma you go through life all of these hardships and this it sometimes it wakes you up and puts you on the right path sometimes you just get lost in it and sometimes it kind of shakes you so hard that you have to like question things and so it shook me so hard that it just kind of questioned me and snapped me out of it and I started asking questions and just diving into all of this different information and 
that's really how I came about spiritual wellness in a sense, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah. Okay. okay. And now for the body. So, you know, you know, you're my cousin, so I know a lot, but what got you to be more invested into your body and get, getting yourself right? Cause you know, you have your own brand, Coco Gin, mm -hmm. but what, what got you to be like, okay, this is what I want to do. And, you know, focusing on the body and making sure other people, you know, are also well with their body. Yeah. Um, my journey, oh, I can say my journey started back in 2014, <laughs> but, um, it started from a personal, a personal place. Um, I knew that, uh, you know, like not necessarily transparent, transparency moment, but you know, I have PCOS and with that, there's a concern, I mean, it's a hormonal, it's a, a hormonal, uh, syndrome, um, where, you know, there are possibilities of like, um, inability to uh, manage your weight, yes. Inability to manage weight, um, potential inability to um, have children, things of that nature. And I noticed that in my body um, because, you know, as a female, my menstrual cycle is just off. You know, I was just like, okay, something's not right. And I'm like, if that's off, but I have to take birth control for that to happen, then that kind of defeats the purpose or the ability to, for me to have children. Because if I'm not period, if I'm not menstruating, then the eggs are circulating. That it, it was just really, it was a lot. So it just didn't make sense. So I'm just like, okay, let's go back down to the basics. And I had this beautiful doctor, beautiful. Uh, so I'm sorry, correct that. Beautiful nurse practitioner, sweet woman. And she told me she was like, and, and by all means, the doctors beforehand put me on all these different medications and things of that nature to correct it. But she was just like, all I want you to do is change your diet. She said, I want you to drink more water. I want you to do less processed foods um, and um, I want you to do more fruits and veggies, just a more cleaner diet. And I wasn't eating horribly then, you know, um, I do know now that I was consuming a lot of carbs because yeah, either way, those so carbs. it's those carbs. Okay. Um, but she told me to change the way I ate after a month menstruated regularly. And I've been menstruating regularly since 2014. So at that point, I realized that guess what your body, like what you eat is like, you are what you eat, well, you know? And a lot of people don't like to own that, that or hear that. Yeah. And a lot of people like to joke about it because uh, it's been said to me a lot, you know? They're just like, oh, oh, I mean, what they say, you are what you eat. No, but you are, you legit are. Um, because when I was able to see a change so quickly, I was like, okay, I want to maintain this. Mm -hmm. So that's where my wellness, my wellness journey really started was like, I mean, and it's sad though, because that was something else that is a big thing is like perspective. You know, um, because it had to take for something like that to happen for me to change my perspective. And ideally with fire, I'm sorry, just had to kind of just streamline it back in there. But with I am fire, like one of the goals that I see for it is just to make wellness actually more attainable and more fun. As like she was saying in the mission, because people don't necessarily need to wait until something bad happens, you know, so yeah. um so yeah, that's that's my whole that was that's my wellness journey that really got me committed so the, to the body. So the spirit and the body. So how did you guys like initially just connect to say, hey, we're gonna do this movement together? You start that. Go ahead. How did we connect? <laughs> so okay, so, so a little a little bit of background okay. about me and Francis. So we went to school together. We went to high school together. 
18 years ago. <laughs> and so we've known each other for a very long time, but we disconnected, you know, as grownups do, we all go our separate life ways, happens. life happens, right? And so, you know, um, as Frances has gone on her wellness journey and gone through life, I've gone, my life as well, gone through whatever journey I've gone through. And so I, we connected because I just so happened to do a pop-up one day and the pop-up that I was doing, she was actually hosting it, right? And so we just ran into each other randomly. And I was doing photography at that time. And so, but we stayed connected. Like whenever Francis would have an event, I would show up. Whenever I had an event, Francis would show up. It was just that mutual, whatever it was that we had, I'm just going to call it divine. We never start, knew, it, it all started with wellness. Though. It all started with well, wellness. I hate to cut you. Mm -hmm. Was it the pop-up or was it my, my, the farmer's market? And you came and took that's what it me. was that's what it was oh you're right mm -hmm. see it all started with wellness so Frances was doing a pop-up she was doing a pop-up and she was selling her juices and i came out and i did photography for mm -hmm. her yes because i was like and i need so, some shots yeah it was my first farmer's market so i was just like oh my god i need some good pictures and i was like who can i call yeah that's exactly what it was yep and so we just stayed connected ever yeah. since then. So she reached out to me. We did pop-ups pop mm -hmm. together. And so she'd seen me transition from photography into wellness. And when she seen me transition, we was like, let's go out to, it was random. Let's go out to eat one day. Let's catch up. And we both sat at the table. And the moment we sat at the table, I looked at her. She looked at me and I was like, I got this idea. And she's like, I got this idea too. <laughs> and so we both had the exact same idea yeah. to come together. And yeah, that, that is very divine. It was, it's, listen, very, and it was funny because like, so when we were at the pop-up, you know, that's when that was honestly, when you told me that you weren't doing photography anymore, I was just like, okay. Mm -hmm. Um, and you told me I had the book and I was like, okay, perfect. So, you know, and I'll be honest, it was one of those things where like, she, she wrote a whole book, like out of support. I'm gonna, I'm gonna see what this is about, you know? So I got the book and I was going through it and literally I fell in love with the coloring page. The fact that like already knowing what the book was about from a spiritual wellness standpoint, it was the coloring, the coloring page because the coloring page was so like meditative, if that's a word, I'm going to use it today. Okay. But it was very meditative and it took me back to like a, a very childlike space and it allowed me to sit still and be quiet so being able to do that and then going through like the pages and then going through the exercises i'm just like hold up hold up like this right here is gems yo and then and in my mind i've always wanted to do something which we'll get to but you know i've always wanted to do more things when it came down to wellness and like i had the physical but i was just like but this right here this right here is the spiritual you know this right here is the mental so then that's why i was just like I was like, oh, I need to know what's going on in Keisha's life because this right here is a lot. So I said, oh, Keisha, you trying to go out to, to lunch, to dinner or something? She was like, yeah. So then, yeah, then that's, yeah. So, that, yeah. That, 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 that's very, very dope. Very, very, very dope. So, like, you know, now that, you know, because today y'all hit me that y'all want to do a podcast and we're doing a podcast. Yes. I know this, uh, is, like, this is like last <laughs> But that's how we move though. But yeah. we're always, we, we always are, didn't mean to point, but we are always successful and learning and gaining out of those moves too. Because exactly. we are taking action. Yeah. And that's one of the things that 
we're just trying to, well, at least I know I can speak for me. I'm trying to do differently in this, in this game is, is, is put more action towards it. But yeah. But now that, you know, we're doing the podcast Mm -hmm. and, you know, you want to reach, you know, an audience out there to what topics, you know, you know, you don't have to be, you know, get into it, but what topics do you think will be that you guys want to address and get to the people, you know, Mm -hmm. don't have to be anything too deep, but what topics do you think people this is so exciting. want to hear? Hmm. You want to? Okay, so, um, so for me, I I believe that. So I'm gonna talk about the topics that I feel like we should talk about. But I believe that this podcast is definitely a platform to show who we are in our wellness journey um like you mentioned earlier so it's really just kind of a transparency thing for us to show where we are in our spiritual journey where we come from and where we're where we're aiming to be so that you guys can actually see the process and see that it is attainable it does work all of the things that we're speaking of we put it into action as well so it's not like we're just up here um with topics and we're just up here giving our opinion like this is like she mentioned action i feel like this podcast is and it's a verb like we are podcasting we are doing this thing for you guys so that you guys can be along with us um some of the topics that i think that we're gonna touch is um being able to learn how to shift your perspective um learning how to um like change your mindset for me really it's like all about changing your mindset how do we get from where we are to where we want to be. And then also um, just, where was I going with this? In terms of like what the podcast is like offering and things of that nature, because like she said, it is a verb, you know, um, in terms of, of just wellness. Cause like wellness, wellness sometimes can be described as from like, not, well, it's a, it's a wellness. It's a, it's a state of being. Mm-hmm. Um, but just all right I feel like I'm going a little farther with that but um like it was a simple question but it's like a hard thing to answer because we want to yeah but like the big thing about like with with the podcast and you know what she was saying and like what we want to offer is more of just like showing what wellness looks like like. you know because sometimes people can think wellness is salads and exercising you know but no wellness is like literally just maybe showing up for yourself um wellness is saying like you know what I'm gonna get up early and you know I'm going to sit here and get my day together um wellness is being on time you know it can be any one of those things um you know but it's something that I'm aware of okay I'm aware I am trying my best to do better okay um but (laughs) but we want to show the people that wellness what it looks like how attainable it is because some people feel like wellness is really hard. Now, our wellness journeys, like mine started, like I know for a fact started back in 2014. So we're talking about, you know, we're creeping up on it, like what a 10 year, you know, uh, journey. Um, so it's just like, and some people will say, oh my gosh, you're so far along, like you're doing so, you're so perfect, but <laughs> I am nowhere near. And there's, I don't feel like there's really an end line when it comes down to wellness. So that part I feel yeah. like what we're really trying to do is just allow people to see you know what wellness looks like how easy it can be to like really pursue it um and then from an accountability standpoint because it's 
we, we're trying to show the relatability of it and and offer people you know um that ability to to attain it themselves you know um so yeah yeah okay we just want to and then we just want to make it look fun because wellness can be fun that you know and that that's mm. yeah that, that's more you know that's a stigma especially i mean speaking from a guy's perspective sometimes when we think of wellness we just think of or or even spirituality we think of like you know, Erica Badu and just doing this. Mm-hmm. You know, yoga, meditating. Yoga, meditating, but it's more than just that. It's, like you said, accountability, getting better gradually, not trying to speed up the process. Mm-hmm. You know, just, but, but yeah, um, I like what you said about, or if you want to elaborate, we can just get into it, but like you said, changing mindset, mm-hmm. right? What does that mean? And I ask both of you, for the two of you, because a lot of people... Um, when they say about changing their mindset, they get caught within their ego mm-hmm. and they lead with their ego instead of leading with sense or just looking at the environment and saying, okay, maybe I got to do this to get where I'm at. Mm-hmm. But it's always ego for a lot of, I'll speak for a man, a lot of us, we're stuck in our ego. So what do you guys feel about like changing your mindset? Um, what I can say on that is Ultimately, it is the changing of the mindset. But I think what we really want to do is more of like broadening and opening up that perspective. Because I used to, I used to say that too. Like you know, I just you know I want to change the mindset, but not necessarily change. You know, I just want to bring you a different you know idea or look on what on what it is to show you that like you know especially like you know from individuals where the ego does hold them back um, that. You know, you don't have to be hard about it. It's just understanding that this is a whole nother viewpoint on it, you know? And what is it that you want for yourself? And then I want you to apply that to what, you know, um, what the what this now new perspective that you have gained. How can you make that work with self? You know? I like that. I I I feel like that's a and I love how you said it. I feel like it's a um PG version of me saying it's waking your ass up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, it's showing you mm-hmm. something different. So like when I when I say changing your mindset, so like we set all of these, and this is something I talked about before, like we'll set a goal and we'll set the same goal five, six times. Yeah. And it's like, what do you need to do to now attain this goal? Like if you set out the goal to lose 10 pounds and you set out this goal five or six times, it's like now you need to maybe change your mindset, but what does that really mean? Like you said, it's broadening the perspective. It's understanding that maybe the way you were approaching the goal didn't work. So let's find a different way to approach it. So it's really saying the same thing, yeah. I guess, but it's um, instead of attacking the goal as a whole, maybe break it down into little baby mm-hmm. steps. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. start with just the first step um, and master just the first step instead of trying to go to the second step you know what i'm saying so mm-hmm. okay. i guess that's what it means for me to change your mindset yeah yeah okay, yeah. okay. that's that's a- i mean and i would say that it is it's more the pg you know in terms of broadening and opening it but it's just because you got so many people out here where like sometimes when you do come at them mm-hmm. real hard with it they get very much so uh defensive. defensive and intimidated by it or they you know they no it's just too much for me because mm-hmm. I, I was just watching something recently and they were talking about like just 
being a vegetarian or being a vegan and the guy who was on the other side of that who was the non-vegan non-vegetarian he just sees it as oh you know i don't understand why vegans just always want to push 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 it in their faces and it's not that you know maybe that's that your perception it was okay it was (laughs) (laughs) but it's just it's crazy because it's just like it doesn't like that was your viewpoint on it you know and maybe the person that he was talking to was like oh you need to do this but and it's just like it's like you don't necessarily want to scare people away like you want to be and that's the hard part about right now just deciphering the different types of people that you're dealing with because it's like you just don't that's a whole another topic because it's just like sometimes if you don't really know what you who who or what you're dealing with um sometimes it can be hard for like for you to really want to explain something because you don't know how it's going to be received yeah that's why it's just like i'd rather bring it to you from a open-minded standpoint just to, i want to just give you this perspective and just hear me out you yeah. know and then tell me what you think about it versus being like do this not saying that's what you're saying mm-hmm. but like you know because some people just may not know how to yeah uh take it in yeah just from you know you said that from the, the, the dude said you know stop you know, push I, I always look at it like this like you know with men and certain guys like even with me sometimes a whole new lifestyle of eating especially with guys like that like to eat meat mm-hmm. it's very hard to say hey eat this new thing and then once once you're like addicted to eating that type mm-hmm. of stuff you hold on to it you're gonna hold on to it. you're gonna find these little excuses like uh that's the addiction i'll have yeah i'll have my friend like i'll tell him hey why don't you try this uh it's, it's not like a vegan burger like it doesn't taste anything different from like a regular burger from burger cow tell you try this it's like that's that's grass and i'm like what are you talking about so this is so this is this is like ways of uh, trying it differently right so like you'll go out and you'll just order them a vegan burger and don't tell them and let them eat it and then it's like when they bite into it they're like oh this isn't bad what is this and then you've already subconsciously uh, changed their mind a little bit because they're not they're not like this is just grass this tastes horrible so it's like little ways that you can do stuff. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I think that's very important for men because men don't like to, I was gonna say men, it is hard for men to, and maybe I'm generalizing, so I won't generalize, but it's harder to like get men to try certain things, especially when they're. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I like to call out, oh, I'm not gonna call him out, but I do have, a sibling and he knows who he is that's like that's very much like that and i have another sibling who really likes to try anything under the moon he'll try and she doesn't want to talk i think you know what mm-hmm. but like i think you know typical guys they have a hard time just getting out of their own way and they'll find an excuse like this other dude i was talking to he was like well they told me to put him on a vegan they told my dad to go on a vegan diet and he got sick because his body wasn't used to it. I was like, well, he got sick because he's used to meat and he's changing the plants. That's going to happen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's good. His body has to get used to yeah. that. It has to regurgitate all of the leftover sickness. <clears throat> yeah, he has to, you know, he has to get used to it. And there's certain, he said, well, there's certain proteins that he's, animal proteins he still needs in his body. And well, it's protein shakes. It's, you know what I mean? There's different things where you could get that yeah. source of protein from but that's a whole nother conversation but you know so that's a conversation that we may have that's a topic Mm -hmm. veganism because then also i want to add on to on top of that too 
I know we're not trying to generalize, but that's it's people, people. And then also another aspect of it is it's the addiction. Like food, like anything can be an addiction, you know? And if if he's now throwing stuff up because now he's what going through withdrawals because his body doesn't necessarily want that, you know? Our bodies are so used to certain things. Um, I mean, even down to like sugar and, and coffee, like it doesn't necessarily have to be a drug for it to be an addiction. But I do just want to take the angle. I want to take that generalization out because I deal with females who are very like stuck in their ways and you can't tell them any other way. And it's just like, I'm only trying to help, you know, but if it's, if you feel like it's just, it's not something that you want to do, it's a change that you don't want to make. And that's a whole nother thing right there too. People don't like change. People don't like change. And people only, and sad, the sad thing, people only look at change when they got the illness right in front of their face. And it's like, well, now I have to, or I'm going to, God forbid, die. That's when, and that, that's, you know, that's, that's the reality of it. That's true. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So I was, I was actually thinking about this earlier. I was thinking like, you know how people say, enjoy your life. You're, we're all going to die. You can eat all of the healthy foods that you want. You can, you know, be as spiritually well as you can be. You can be emotionally, but at the end of the day, we're all going to die. But for me, it's like, your quality of life yes. to me that's a wellness yes what do you want to be on this earth so like just surviving and just like here or do you want to enjoy your time every while you're here you know every piece of it and really in the long term if you think about it also from another aspect like financially they say fin- to be well you have to spend all this money which is not necessarily true and we'll talk about that as well on the podcast but you don't have to spend all of this money to attain wellness but in the long run you'll spend way more money taking care of medical bills xyz once you become older and you can't function properly um than you would you know if you just start right now yeah so yeah to that i had i have a couple of friends that always say i'm here for a good time not a long time and i'm just like it's that mindset too. It's that mindset. Like you say that now, because we this is maybe like three, four years ago. We we're 25, 22, 23. We said that then, but it's gonna creep back. It's gonna creep yeah. back. It's gonna come back at you, and you're gonna be like, but dang, now I gotta walk in the cane, or like mm-hmm. you, know, you gotta take all this medication before you get up. Like all these stumps, this stuff creeps up on you. Yeah. I think from like mentally where wellness really kind of came into into the picture for me was, you know, as a social worker, I was working in the hospital. So like working in healthcare um, and seeing people who are 40, 50 years old, like in the hospital for um, encephalopathy or like diabetes and COPD. And it's, oh yeah, you were enjoying your life. You was living your best life with all them bottles, all them cigarettes. What is encephalopathy? Encephalopathy? Yes. so it's just like when um because this one was it was metabolic and metabolic encephalopathy but it's like when there's like fluid now correct me if i'm wrong let's look it up i'm ready to put my phone out and google it but like when there's a lot of water like on the brain and it swells um so like inflammation but like yeah inflammation of like the brain but it like it gets to the point where it's spread in this one's body yeah um you know, because y'all ain't about to get me wrong on here. But like, that's, right. that's crazy because 
but knowing like but at that age you're yeah. like in your 40s mid to mid 40s 50s early 50s and you're going through all of that no but I just like was uh reading this book and it was about the six-year-old who was just like you know when he changed his life at what like I want to say it's like 40 it's just drinking juice you know and and living like a vegan diet he's living his best life right now yeah and he was like and I'm only 60 so my thing is just like for me it's just like I mean I get that y'all live now you know do whatever I want to because I'm gonna die at some point in time well you know I want to live good up until I die yeah you know and the thing is again with fire sorry I mean to cut you but that's our goal because we want to make it we want to make wellness attainable and fun so that way people are like you know what let me tap into that Let me tap into how fun that actually is. Yeah. And I'm taking care of myself. Yeah. I got energy like they do. Oh, snap. By doing what? Oh, just drinking a juice every day? What? I'm being mindful. I'm being mindful of self and I'm taking care of self. Mm-hmm. What? What's yeah. not enjoyable about that? Yeah. Um, but yeah, like you said that to the point where you said uh, you saw like those people having suffering from those illnesses. Mm-hmm. Remember one time, this is like a couple months ago, when I was with you, we were, we were went to some place in South Richmond looking for food or something like mm-hmm. that. And I'm not here to, you know, shame anyone for how they look or how they, you know, you know, I'm not that type of person. We went and this dude ordered some, ch- I don't know what he ordered. He was like the typical like fast food, like 12 piece chicken or whatever. And his waist I'm not laughing. Exactly. His waist, man. I was just like, you know what, man? I'm not gonna eat chick fried chicken like that to the point where my waist looked like. I'm not here to judge anyone for how they look, because I don't know what that man's going through. But when I saw him order that with the way his waist looked like, I was like, I was like, in the picture. Is it just me, or I? I feel like I do that whenever I go to like. So I don't eat a lot of fast food, but whenever I go to fast food, I always see certain types of people. And again, we're not judging anyone for what you do or what you eat. That's on you. That is completely your choice. But when I do visit certain type of restaurants and I see people coming out and they are limping and they look like they're physically in pain as they walk to their car, but they're walking out of McDonald's or walking out of these certain restaurants. And I, you know me being non-judgmental but kind of also a little judgmental it is really what we eat because we also think about like a lot of these diseases and stuff I know some people may say you know well this is just this is just by chance this just so happens that I got cancer a lot of this stuff feeding you're feeding it so whether you have these certain cells in your body or not you're feeding these cells and you can keep these cells dormant. You don't have to feed them. They don't have to become, they don't have to grow and fester in your body. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it so. truly doesn't, um, especially when you, and I think that's where it kind of, it goes back and forth because some people are aware and don't care. And some people just are not, they're aware, but they don't necessarily know the steps to take to, to better um and it and again it goes it's spiritually and from a physical standpoint because like I guess like right now like you know you said that when you when you know when y'all see people that are in that state and it's just like come on now really but for me it's just like what was a big trigger for me now is like if somebody like I've been told like from a spiritual standpoint speak with a more of a, a wealth consciousness 
you know? So if I ever hear anybody like talk down about themselves or, or, you know, you know, just kind of talk down about something that's positive or, or something to do that's positive, I will always correct that because it's just like, no, like we need to think more positively, you know, if we want positive to live in our lives or be around us, or we want to be submerged in that, or if we want good for ourselves. So like, definitely don't talk bad about yourself around me because I ain't having it and I ain't gonna let y'all have it, you know? Um, but then also like, when it comes like, well, just as what's one of the big things I was trying to go from a physical standpoint. Um, I don't know. It is. Yeah. Hmm. Um, speaking, you know, always say like what you say about yourself is some form of reflection, but it's also what you hear from other people that could get you mm-hmm. to that point. And I do feel like for men and women, we look at it very differently of how we look at ourselves. Um, but I always say that I got to like not to repeat myself. It's a reflection of the stuff. Like, mm-hmm. No, yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah, and like how you said, when people say it, it can also stem from what other people say about you. Like, do you believe it? Do you believe what I mean, what other people are saying about you? That's That kind of touches back onto my whole brand. I am like, are you defining who you are or are you letting somebody else define you? Are you defining, are you the person that you were placed on this earth to be or has this earth um, conditioned you to believe that you are a certain person or you only provide a certain value to this world? Um, Because we're invaluable. Everybody that walks this earth is invaluable. Like my value and I'm still learning to, I'm still practicing accepting how invaluable I am to this world just as everybody else is like um and you know people always ask what's your value I feel like that's putting a limit on who you are like I can be anything I can be everything you know what I'm saying Mm -hmm. even if it's not to someone specifically but I can be that to myself so yeah always if you learn something today just be positive don't (laughs) I mean don't don't put negativity on yourself and don't especially if you're around Francis. Okay. Yeah. Listen, because you are you are beautiful, you are love, you are joy, you are great energy. And believe that. You know, don't people may say what they want to say, but again, like you said, it's a reflection of themselves. Mm-hmm. You know? So understanding that, like if somebody says something negative negative to you or in or about you, that ain't got nothing to do with you unless you are just a you just it don't it really don't though that's a reflection of them mm. whatever they say to you sure. it's a reflection yeah. they're seeing you through the perception of their own experience mm-hmm. and their own eyes so they're really only basing whatever they say to you they're basing it off of them yeah. you know so yeah but um yeah anything any other things you want to you know let the world know about the iron fire movement going forward any you know, last thoughts you know I like this one. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Honestly, thank you. Love the juice, too. Listen, okay, just just real quick, you know. We got to do a a cheers. Did we do a cheers? Well, we did. I don't know if we did it. I think we did in the beginning, but just like once again, um, this is Coco Gin, uh, one of the, a a new juice that we're working with. Actually, it's kind of like an oldie but goodie. I just kind of bringing her back, but, you know, just to kind of help with our energy levels today, just juiced up some pineapple, some lemon, some oranges, kind of help fight, you know, 
build up that immune system also give us some energy um obviously ginger and coconut water to hydrate us as well too um but i was just like so yeah so we just got a little cocoa gin here and i keep little pouches too you know we trying out some new stuff some things but um yes thank you thank you thank you Thank you for supporting us and, and helping us in this movement. Um, so who needs to introduce Peter? Right. Who is Peter, though? Who is he Peter? Be the podcast. Right. Okay, so um, Peter is my cousin, my baby cousin, but he's like a grown man now. <laughs> oh, Lord have mercy. <laughs> um, he just recently moved back to Richmond. Um, yeah, but a few months ago. Um, so he is here with us and then just like, you know, just kind of, well, for, well, not just for work, you know, he's, he's here for his own reasons and he can yeah, explain yeah. that too, but this is my cousin. He also has a podcast himself. It's the kickback, yeah, kickback. Podcast, podcast. Okay. Yeah. Um, with him and his friends and, yeah. uh, you know, I honestly called him up this morning to say, like, can you give us some pointers on a podcast and look at, look, look at this. You see, you see the support. Do you see the support? Okay. Closed mouths don't get fed, so open your mouths, okay, people, take that. But tell people who you are. Well, I am her younger cousin. My name, you know, obviously is Peter. Um, I, you know, was born in Chicago, but, you know, moved to Richmond, I don't know how many, like four or five months old, you know, and when I was 11, I left and moved, well, some a family event happened. I don't have to go into that, but I went and I moved to London for like a year, came back. My mom moved to Maryland, and then I went to Ghana. And any Ghanaian that's watching this, uh, uh, that is it is very true. If you do some st stupid stuff, they're going to take you there. It's not they'll a ship you. They'll, they'll ship, ship you. Yeah, back. It's not that's anytime they tell you that, take that serious. So I went. I went to high school in Ghana for four years. I will um, ship you out. I came back, <laughs> came back to Maryland, um, and went to Frostburg State. That's like an unknown college in Maryland somewhere. Very cold. Like, it's a place where he got a degree. Yeah, but so you gotta um, be worried it sometimes, you know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Change that mindset. Okay. I got they my, gave him a degree. Okay. I got my accounting degree there, and that's where uh, Frostburg's where I met my close friends. That we did the kickback podcast and. If I told you when I met them that we would do a podcast, it would have been like a whole lot. Because the way we met is <laughs> a whole other story. But they've been my guys for almost, what, I think it was 2016 when I met them. So get into eight years or something mm -hmm. like that. So, yeah, um, they've been my guys for a while. Um, um, I moved to Alexandria, Springfield in 2018. Got a job as a consultant, and I've been doing that past few years and COVID happened and you know and then the inflation started to you know be crazy like, yeah, crazy and I had to dip because it just got too expensive okay okay so I decided to move that back here six months ago save money I know Francis he just wanted to be close to me Francis and you know Kevin, shout <laughs> Kevin. oh sorry my brother too yeah yeah the family I know them in this familiar place I don't like whenever, like you know, when I lived in Alexandria Springfield, every day I had to use like Google Maps to get around. Here, I don't really have to do that. Okay. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's I mean, if I go to the South Side, I still have to. But anyways, yeah. South Side. I live on the West End. I miss parts of it. But yeah, I mean, like I said, I've you know, it's been a good experience coming back and you know, had a broad of 
life experiences. Yeah, it's just cool to support people that support you. Well, we appreciate you. Yes. We appreciate you. Right. We are happy to have you. Peter is going to give us the male perspective of all of this stuff that, because who, you know, there's, there's so many podcasts with two women. That's true. And there's a lot of, we hear women's opinions all the time, especially when we go search for podcasts, we always stumble upon women who are speaking on a lot of the stuff that we are going to speak on, but not only do we want to give a different perspective, we want to give a man's yeah, perspective, yeah. Um, a black man's perspective. Mm-hmm. So someone who is um, just emotionally intelligent too mm-hmm. about certain things um, that some men, maybe from an ego standpoint, and you can clarify that yeah, uh, for us. But you know, like a lot of men, a lot of uh, super masculine men would, you know, would be upset with some of the stuff I would say because I like to talk about being countable. And kind of just looking instead of leading with my, I'm a man. I'm a you know I have to sit back and be like, if I just do this, think of, think two steps with two think two steps mm-hmm. before mm-hmm. you do something, or just fall back and just be like, hmm. I think a lot of us guys we, we fall in love with our egos that we don't really listen um, to what a woman has to say. We brush it off, and then we wonder why they say. Or wonder why they don't feel protected. You know what I mean? So I'm just the voice of reason. I, I do see a guy's perspective for certain things. So don't don't think that I'm just like gonna just be, you know. Uh <laughs> well, respectfully, so that's for <laughs> you know because nah, we want to know. Yeah, I will give know? an honest male perspective yeah. on things, but I'm not a guy that just leads with my ego. I think. Can I ask you a question before we wrap it up? So what got you to the space where you're comfortable sharing or being in touch with your emotions or being emotionally intelligent because I feel like that may be a hard space for um to get there to get right so and when I was around 13 well when I was 11 12 my my father passed and he did I'm not gonna I'm not you know I'm not gonna get too deep but he did things that when I thought about it now as an adult you know you'd be like not to do that or you learn from your parents or your, your father's mistakes and you learn that some things because I, I learned what happened with him and sometimes it's like if he just thought maybe if he had just thought through a little bit or didn't leave his ego some certain things wouldn't happen mm-hmm. and I don't want that to happen to my brothers I don't want that to happen to anybody else and when I was 13 14 I got into these situations where I wanted to fit in with people and fit in with a crowd and I got into all this trouble and I looked back and I was like I did all of that because of my my fragile ego and I wanted to fit in I wanted to get the girls I wanted them to rock with me or whatever but then I lost the touch of who I was I, I wasn't being true to myself and I wasn't thinking when you're 13 14 you're not thinking on, on an emotional level you're not that old but if I had a father that was there that would teach me, or if I had certain things, maybe my emotions wouldn't be, maybe I wouldn't lead off of my emotions and my ego. Maybe I'd fall back and I'd think twice. And then when I went to Ghana, a lot of, a lot of things happened. It was like karma hit me because now I'm actually behaving, but now it's like, I, I got to look back and be like, oh, wow 
these things that I could just like just thought twice. I just chilled out. I just thought a little bit before. And then when I was actually there, there was things happening to me and no one was really there to stand up for me. No one was really there. Like people like, so I'm not going to say no names, but people were taking advantage of me when I was there. And I also learned from them, some of their mistakes and how they thought they were projecting a lot of their foolishness on me. So it taught, so I had to teach myself, like, okay, okay, they're, they have their problems. They want to project it onto me and make me look like I'm the bad guy or I'm this bad person. So I'm like, I know I'm not, but let me not fall into becoming them. So let me fall back and think twice and think things before I, let me just think a couple of times and think, yeah, before I do anything, because I don't want to become them I don't want to become mm-hmm. something where my father was I don't I want I want to become I want to be me and I don't want to lead with my ego mm-hmm. I think a lot of guys we go with our egos too much and we think that's what's being a real like you hear the word real nigga mm-hmm. that's not being a real nigga like going to jail and beating somebody up that's not or like go yeah all that that's not being a real man that's mm-hmm. just being a stupid guy mm-hmm. you know what i mean and then like you said a cycle of repeats itself so mm-hmm. falling back and then looking and just thinking things thoroughly i think from all those experiences mm-hmm. got me where i'm at now yeah. i think that's a really i think also the the missing link in all of that was the aspect of just like processing things like you're saying and you had even though it was oh i'm not gonna say it was a horrible experience because you gained a lot you gained a really big thing out of that experience that some people still it's hard for them to even grasp at all but because you had two totally different experiences of this is what you do when you don't process but then i go to a place where this is the repercussions if you don't process but now I'm also seeing you do the process. I'm seeing you do the action where which you're not processing it. And I don't, I wouldn't want you to be where I'm at in this current moment, you know? So you were in a very beautiful place where you were able to gain all of those different perspectives and experiences to realize, all right, I know this is what I don't want. This is what I do want. How do I get there? Yep. And you said, yeah. I'm just going to sit back and I'm going to think before I speak. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it also, it also, you have to also think beyond you because you could be, because I, I think a lot of us, we don't think beyond, we don't think about our brothers, we don't think about, uh, we think about us. So like, let's say a fight breaks out somewhere or something happens or someone says something to me that I don't like. He says, yo, you're a bitch or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I decide to go punch the dude in his face and he grabs a gun and he, he doesn't, he doesn't hit me, he hits my brother. Right. That's something you got to live with. You know what I mean? So, like, sometimes you could just, you say a lot by not saying anything. Just mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. one of the topics that we should talk about definitely is how to identify the ego. Like, mm-hmm. how do you acknowledge and know that you're leading with your ego versus sitting back and, like, let me think about this first. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Because it's so, like you said, it's so easy to get lost in that ego. It's so mm-hmm. easy to especially if you've been leading with that for your entire life. Yeah. 
How do you even know what that looks like? How do you know what the opposite of that looks like? And then even sometimes like, well, yeah, ego isn't always necessarily bad. And that's something that I'm having to learn mm-hmm. because I'm I'm on this whole thing of like, you know, ego, 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 and like it's putting all of this, you know, negativity and this is what's creating all this negativity. But no, ego is really like there to just kind of keep you on your toes so that way you know how to react a little bit better, mm-hmm. you know? So it's just like that learning of how to deal with it, but just understanding like, okay, because was were we talking about that earlier? But with the ego, it's just more of like how to work with the ego versus like, I want to just get rid of it solely, you know? Yeah, because it's all it's all a part of you. Mm-hmm. Like, we don't want to be shamed into thinking that a portion of us is evil or a portion of us is bad. So we have to use the ego. I feel like the ego is the part that keeps you connected to this physical reality, right? Mm-hmm. Like, we're so much deeper than just our physical being, but that's kind of the our ego like we lead with this is what I see this is what I perceive this is what I like this is you know I like this I like that so I'm going to lead with that I think that's your ego leading you mm-hmm. I, I, I think it's more like if I always look at it like toxic ego and then like positive ego. Mm-hmm. like say like mm-hmm. you're skating right and you fall down right mm-hmm. some people will just say skate again but then sometimes your ego is like man get up man try again Mm-hmm. like so stuff is positive like ego like that that is like you know or like you know you're trying to lose weight and you're like oh, i can't do it like oh man like keep going you push yourself like yo like you can do it like that type of ego i think is you know yeah progressive mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so would you say your ego and i know we need to wrap it up so last question so do you think that your ego is like your consciousness like it's the part of you that's speaking to you yeah that's your ego yeah yeah mm-hmm. and so i like how you said it's that you can have that toxic ego or you can have that positive ego mm-hmm. and really your consciousness is what leads you through this world it's what telling you what to believe about yourself it's telling you what to believe about this world so you believe yeah because yeah, even like i look at it like um what was the drag video? it was the video where like you see the devil side and you see yeah. the good mm-hmm. side like if you fall down that's really the toxic you were saying yeah. Like, yeah. Like, it's yeah. Yeah. Like, I appreciate doing this. It was a great conversation we yeah. had. Um, Thank you for joining us. Yeah, no yeah. But um, this is I am fire. The wellness kickback. Okay. Hey, you know I mean? the wellness they're kickback. Doing, they, they're they're going to be doing more episodes. I'm going to be, you know, doing my play my part in my role. You know, navigating. Much you know, appreciated. Give, give a male's perspective. Yeah. You know? But um, let them know your social media, if anything, or just let them how to contact y'all. Okay, well, I am. You go ahead and start. So, um, <laughs> so me personally, Ivory Akisha on everything Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. Um, if you want to tap in a little bit deeper into my mind, you can go to Twitter. It is the Ivory Akisha because Twitter was being funny. Um, so that's how you can get in contact with me personally. Uh, with me, um, you can personally, you can reach me at my business page, which is Coco Gin underscore juice, C-O-C-O-G-I-N underscore juice. J-U-I-C-E for those who can't spell. That's okay. <laughs> Just please. We're here for you. We are here for you. Um, 
I mean, I do have my personal private page. That's, uh, um, what is it? Y-E-H-M-O-H-L-E-H, -E -E which is my the pronunciation of my middle name, Yemole. Um, I was probably Yeah, that's my middle name. It's just the pronunciation because if some people look at my middle name, the real way it's spelled, Yemole. Is your name spelled? Is that Yemole? I, I got that. And listen, y'all need to stop being disrespectful, uh, butchering people's names. Yeah, just put some respect on it. Put some respect on people's names. Like, That's if you do not know how to say it, yeah. just ask. It's I, a simple question. I don't want to, you know, because we got more well, time now, but remember what my last, my old last name used to be, Tutu? Mm -hmm. Back y'all elementary school, I'm going to get y'all. Y'all used to call me Tutu Ballerina, but I ain't forget. See? Oh, see, yeah. <laughs> go, go, go get a history lesson and learn where Tutu comes from. Okay, right. Come, okay. come to find out. That's the name of an African king, and that's the most prestigious name in Ghana. Mm. I didn't even know that until I went there. Okay. Go get a history lesson. Listen, learn some. But yes, but then also, so you can reach me at Coco Gin underscore juice um, on Instagram, on um, as well as Yemele, Y-E-H-M-O-H-L-E-H -E -E on Instagram. That is my personal private page. Um, but also, we have the I am Faya, so T-H-E-I-A-M. F-A-Y-A on Instagram and Facebook, Facebook. as well. So uh, you can definitely on TikTok, say, but we don't have any TikTok yet. Yeah, I think, yeah. We're going to we, start we, doing something on TikTok. We're going to work on that one too. But you know, it's beginning, you know, beginning stages here. So definitely continue to follow us and, and follow along. Um, How can we reach you, Peter? Yeah. Uh, so me, my personal is at Kofi Peter. Um, and Kofi is my, you know, my African name. And Peter is spelled P-I-T-A because uh, in college, all my friends called me Peter, but I don't know why. But that was just what they called me. But, um, but back in college, there was a lot of funny stuff we did. But, um, and my podcast is at, is it the at, at official? Uh-oh, uh-oh. <laughs> we put him on the slot. Uh, at the official kickback podcast is our IG. You could uh, follow us. We're going to have an episode come out before this year. We're going to be talking about the Toy and Meg trial. Yes. Oh, oh there's a trial? Yeah, Jesus. the Tory and Megan is trial. We're going to talk about that and the verdict and the outcome. Yeah. Well, we won't get on that here, but we're... <laughs> That's what we're going to talk about there. But yeah, you can... It's all about balance. So get your, your wellness here and then definitely go listen to the Kickback Podcast. Get you some pop yep. culture. Get you some, you know, current well, events. Of, music. Yeah. yeah, music and all. We talk music. We talk sports. We talk anything um, millennial and anything from the ages 22 to like 22 to 40. Like we talk about it. Call me old headed. Person. I love it. I love it. Yes, right. So go ahead. What? I was gonna say, wrap this thing. Yes, up. this was actually really fun. Um, I'm excited to do more. Um, yeah. So thank you, no Peter. Problem. Thank you, Miss Keish. Yes, ma'am. Yes, thank you, Miss Francis. No problem. We are here. We thank you all for joining us. Follow along on our next one because yep. there will be another. Um, but yeah, y'all be good. Be well. Show up for yourselves. Um and, and and think more positively. Yeah, stay black, stay woke. Hey, hey. I feel like I need an outro line too. <laughs> 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 yes. Okay.